Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everybody, what's the crack? You are listening to Unforeseen, the podcast that is truly unforeseen. I'm your host, Ross Brown. I haven't got a clue what's going to come up in the show, as with every single show. But there's a person sitting across from me who knows exactly what's in store. It's it's quite sadistic, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the evil producer extraordinaire, Lorraine Murphy. What's the crack? <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. How are you? It's the evil queen. I'm good. I'm good. You had a busy old weekend, didn't you? I did. I did. I was in Dublin. I was uh, I was doing the laughter lounge on Friday night and Saturday night, and uh, I had loads of other little jobbings to do as well while I was travelling and stuff. So I was sitting on an air coach because I couldn't do my jobs. You if didn't I was, drive? No, because if and I love driving, but if I was driving, I couldn't do my job. So I had to do like I had to do spend my three hours trying to get trying Sometimes to get a job. Sometimes it's finished. nice though to get a bus, especially like air coach, because there's very few stops. So there's once no you're stop on, on this one, yeah. is there not? Yeah. When you're on, you're like, okay, this is it now. Yeah. And I like a little bus nap. A bus nap? Yeah. How can you sleep on a bus sitting up hard against the thing unless you're... Well, if you're on the inside. Were you sitting on the inside? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You gotta scrunch up your jumper, okay, put it behind you, make a okay, cushion. You're, you're one of these people that is known as women who have the ability <laughs> to fit into glove boxes and everything. Whereas I am like, my legs are over the seat of the fella in front of me and everything. Yeah, you, I, you, I don't fit in things. You would have needed to book four seats, I think. Yeah. And stretch yourself across the mm-hmm. bus. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. that's only the length, never mind the width of me. That's another two seats. Did you have somebody sitting next to you? No. Because that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. I've farted before. Wow! When people have sat next to me, <laughs> so like purposely, you get oh rid yeah, of them. I've 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 literally forced a fart out so that they get up and they go. Oh. Was it more for the noise or the smell or both? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't do the noise. I thought it'd be too much. But I thought if I really <laughs> if I really make a bad smell, and it so was, can you fart and decide whether it's going to make noise or not? I can start like. I can start like rolling, like yoga rolling my belly, like kind of like just moving stuff around to kind of make like air and stuff kind of start moving around. And then I can probably like kind of build up what? a fart. I could build up a fart. You don't have any control over like building up a fart. Or if I like, if I breathe in and then start swallowing all the breaths, then that would build up gas on my stomach. And then it's either going to come up or down. And I just kind of close my mouth and hope it goes down. I, I, I Do you didn't. have no control over your hole? <laughs> <laughs> always end up talking about farts and poo a lot. I, do, I don't know. I think well, I actually always start the conversations. You do, yeah. To be honest, you do yeah. because it's uh, it's because it's primal. Yeah, we're all we're all animals. We're all walking around with our ears and graces and our 
you know, our Nikes and our and our AirPods and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, like we're just we're just fucking vessels. My of dad shit. always says it. You know, everyone has to wipe their arse, Lorraine, no matter how rich they are. When you say it, he always says it. Like, does he say it when it's in context? Not like on a daily or basis. Or like, what you want for breakfast? Oh, everyone wipes their arse, Lorraine. <laughs> I mean, Dad, don't forget. Dad, don't forget it's yourself and mum's anniversary. Everyone wipes their arse. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for me today? I'm, uh, I'm, I, I couldn't even say that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> do you want to do that again? No, I don't. I'm, st- I'm staying with the flaw. Rose of Tralee is on at the moment. Oh, I love the Rose of Tralee. I love the Rose of Tralee, but I hate... Okay, I have no interest in the Rose of Tralee. Okay. But I love, for all the wrong reasons, the Rose of Tralee. I, by the way, I hosted the Cork Rose for years. Did you? Yeah, I did. I was there when they brought in the rule, uh, or, or the new, the new kind of like, uh, yeah, the new rule saying that uh, uh, women that had kids could enter, and they made a big deal of it, being like, "Oh, guys, we're so progressive. Women who have kids can enter, and we even have one of them this year." <laughs> As if to say, like, "And here she is." Oh my god! And they were like, they were like, "Make sure now that you talk to her about the fact that she's allowed into this year." I was like, "No, I'm not." I was like, if she wants to mention her daughter in her interview, fine. But I'm not going to be like, and how does it feel to be finally let out of the workout? Like, it was that kind of shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. And why, what was the, the thinking to not allow people with kids? Was it like a purity? Because originally it's meant to be this virgin-esque. Like, was it? Well, it, was I mean. It, was it like you have to be a virgin? The rose of Tralee, like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, was like, that like. You don't uh, want to be de- dethorned, like. That was the original probably thought of it. Oh my God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely that, like. It was lov- it's lovely girls competition. So they basically said now girls are allowed to have sex. Yeah, now you're allowed to have had a child. Or if you had sex that you, if you got caught. Like a fucking like like a fucking greyhound that you weren't allowed into the Rose of Tralee. But then then yeah, and this was only like two thousand and eight. Yeah, that's recent, like. Yeah. So this is like the sixty first year of it, I okay. think. So it's been going with a while. How would you describe what the Rose of Tralee is? I mean, you you definitely have first hand experience. So if somebody's listening right now and they're like, What are you talking about? Okay, so okay, so I'll tell you first what it is, and then I'll tell you what my opinion of it is. Okay. From because I've been there and I've seen other people's experience. Okay. So the Rose of Tralee is a pageant. It's a very parochial Irish style pageant. It's it's now even though it's all, you know, ball gowns and formal wear and stuff like that, there's no swimsuit or any of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, like in the Miss Worlds and stuff. Uh, even though it's very kind of formal and they have an escort and a tuxedo and it's very kind of like, you know, fo- you know, very stiff. But at the same time, the Irishness comes out then and it just, it turns into this wildness kind of thing. Yeah. Loads of Americans. There's, a, there's like a Melbourne Rose and a Perth Rose and there's a Boston Rose and a New York Rose and Philadelphia. So there's loads of people from all over the world. Uh, they all mostly have Irish connections and stuff like that. And then they crown the Rose of Trilly, which is the fairest girl of them all in Trilly. It's quite, it's quite twee. It's very twee. Quaint, isn't it? Yeah, it's quaint yeah. and twee and it's harmless. It's backwards and parochial at the same time. Mm. But it's not really, there's nothing insidious about it. There's nothing exploitative about it. There's nothing really, you know, bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no harm, it's harmless. Yeah. But it's also just a little bit fucking backwards. You, like, you have to see it for what it is. Yeah. So from my perspective, right, I was just doing a host. I was chatting to them like peers. I wasn't chatting to them like an uncle, you know, because I was probably younger than some of them when I was doing it. Um it was grand. Well, to me, it was just a gig. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like trying to make them as comfortable as I can on stage and make them laugh. Let them, let me be the butt of the joke on stage and stuff like that. Like I'd give them material and be like, point out this, point out that, that kind of stuff. From their point of view, they all loved it. They were yeah. like, it's, and, and it was a very kind of like, it was a very, um, what would you say? 
a, a bonding experience where no guys were involved, where it was just the girls. It was just all them hanging out with each other, going out nights out, going out on the piss, getting to know each other. What's you know probably WhatsApp groups now, but back then it was probably you know texts and all that kind of stuff flying around the place, and it didn't seem like any of them didn't have the time of their lives doing it. Yeah, you know, and I know loads of people that I think my niece did the cork rose at one stage or something like that, and it yeah it's something that like. I don't see any harm in it. I think they, and I don't think anybody gets pushed into it either. Yeah. It's something that someone wants to do and go, oh, do you know what? I'll do it for the crack. Most people are like, do you know what? I got, I mean, someone said they'll sign me up for it and I, and I ended up going, oh, fuck it, why not? Yeah. It's that, it's for the experience. And I think we all know somebody who you'd go, you'd be great on the Rose of Tralee. Do you know, you you know those Charity people. worker, nurse, mockering the form. Yeah. If you're into all that kind of shit. Teaching, yeah. All that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. If you'd go to Copperface Jackson, pull a guard, you're fucking in for the Rose And what Trini. exactly are they looking for? Because I always wonder, how do they decide, like, uh, what makes the Melbourne Rose better than the Cork Rose? Or what is it that I they're looking know. for? I don't know. You've no idea about I the... don't know, but you could always tell from the person that you're interviewing, the ones that had the interview that you'd go, okay, from a... Sh- there's probably two things. There's probably one which is the judging because they all interview them themselves. The judges do as well. Yeah. And then I think the judges pretty much have their minds made up or like they have a kind of a like it's either her or her or her. And then when they get up on stage, unless one of them fucking like completely. <laughs> so I was hosting the Bella Balancolic as well. Right. Which is like the Rose of Tralee but for Balancolic. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was hosting the Bella Balancolic and there was uh, one girl from Balancolic up on stage and... Uh, everyone was kind of doing the whole, you know, and of course I love, you know, fundraising for charity and blah, blah, blah. And this one, this, she went up and she was like, I was like, you went on a trip recently, like travelling and stuff. Yeah, I was in Amsterdam recently, like, can't remember much of like, do you know what I mean? Like, But it was one of the best moments of the whole night. Like, but I was like, "Yeah, well, that's not gone anyway." <laughs> I like her, re- her realism. You know, yeah. she wasn't pretending to be anyone else. Yeah, I like that. I know, but they're probably afraid in case you get the munchies, you need your sash. <laughs> <laughs> so, for for the Rose of Tralee, it's basically interview based, and yeah. uh, then the the talent. They're not really judging you on your talent, though. Or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. That doesn't really equate into it. They're not going like that one was a better dancer. It's really just yeah. like, come on, have a bit of crack. Like, yeah. Let's just do something to entertain the people. Yeah. So it's th- one of my goals in life. What? It's to host the Rose Trilly. Really? I would. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the way it was done, but I'd do it in very, a very unique way. That would be like, I would try and make it to be like you can't miss it because yeah. I want to make the show as entertaining as possible. Okay. Rather than just doing the kind of you know the interview kind of style. Dies great at everything. I always, but I was always like. I want to do that's one of my goals in life right as weird as it sounds no it doesn't sound weird I feel like I could absolutely like snap that up yeah yeah so, I think you'd be very good, actually. Mm, we just got to put a hit out on Dahi. <laughs> no, we love Dahi. Spent well, most of the partial, last podcast talking about him. A partial hit. One of my favourite things is the talents. Oh, the party pieces. Oh my God. Yeah. You must have seen some good ones then if you hosted it. Yeah, I saw uh, 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 one one particular person was doing keepy uppies. Okay, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive because yeah. I can do like one. Yeah, I saw someone doing uh, like putting, like golf putting. They, had, they brought a golf putting machine up on up on stage. Uh, somebody was, they were either throwing hammers or, no, not hammers, uh, axes. Jesus. Yeah, they were either throwing axes or they were throwing those fucking, those throwing knife dagger things. But it was a wooden board with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, with a target on it and they were throwing them. I had one. <laughs> there was one person on one year and she had so many stories 
Like, she was a race car driver. She was a stunt woman. She was a gymnast. She was a salsa dancer. Wow. She played guitar. She played keyboard. She was in a choir. She was a she was a singer in a band, like a rock, like a backup singer of a band. She uh, what else did she do? Like Pilates, yoga. That's going to be so much biography. Yeah, and I was wow. and, and telling us all these things, and then it was like, I watch a part of piece. She's like, I'm I'm not going to do. One. She had nothing. No way. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, you're going to do one of them, and I was like, <laughs> so she ended up anyway. She was convinced to do a poem because they were like, look, it's. You ha- if you, if I say and you're not going to do anything for us so ladies and gentlemen please give it up for Mary O'Toole or whatever then it looks bad yeah. you know like it's just they're kind of like oh she didn't do anything whereas at least if you do a poem it's something yeah. and at least the interview looks the same as everyone else's yeah. and there was a few people that didn't do didn't want to do a party piece I was like look to do a poem so then she was like do you know what I'm going to sing I'm going to do um, As I Kneel Before You you know the the hymn yeah yeah. Oh no, these are two different women. Sorry, these are sorry, these are two different <laughs> I was women. Like, from yeah. a rock yeah, yeah. singer, that's yeah. a bizarre. No, these move. are two different women. One was the one that had all of the, the stories and then had no party piece. That was it. She had no party piece and she wasn't doing one. That was it. She did nothing. Then there was another woman, another one, and she she was going to sing As I Kneel Before You. She was and she was talking about how much God means to her and how much Jesus means to her and mass and church and all that kind of stuff. And her faith is very important and all of this stuff. And she was gone for ages mm-hmm. and she said, I'm gonna sing. This is in the pre-interview that I'm doing just to get her notes and what to talk to her about and yeah. kind of put her at ease. And uh, she said, uh, I'm going to sing uh, As I Kneel Before You. She said, um, I'm, I'll get I'll get emotional probably singing it. So, um, uh, I'll, like, if, if I can have a box of tissues or something there because I probably will get really emotional on stage reading this. So I was like, okay. She went, no, but she sang it. And it was just, it was just before the break. She got off stage and I walked up and I said, Listen, I said, pardon my ignorance, everyone. I didn't realise that was a religious song. I thought that was originally recorded by Monica Lewinsky. (laughs) 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 It's my favourite laugh for anything I've ever said that I've ever gotten. And the reason was because it was so tense. It was one of those, like, everyone was laughing because they couldn't laugh yeah, or yeah. shouldn't. It was the yeah. mass. It was the mass laugh. The mass laugh. And, and and it took something religious for people to actually get that mass laugh at a gig like that. And they had they called a break. I don't know. Did they call it or was there one scheduled? And I people in my ear. I had to take on my earpiece because people were like, "Oh, she didn't fucking do it." And I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> it was. And for about I'd say for a good six minutes after, like I, I was like, "Right, with that, we're going to take a break." I went off. The, the, it was pandemonium out there. You, you could literally hear just this rumbling, laughing people going, "My God, I can't fucking believe this!" And explaining people other people. It was fucking mental. And what did the girl say about that? Did she say anything? I, no, she just walked she off stage. After. She, she was, was gone. Off. Yeah. Oh, she, I waited until she went off. I wasn't going to like do the joke next to her. I waited. She walked off. I was just about to do the like, okay, we're going to take a break or the next person or whatever. But. Uh, yeah, but the, the one that had all the stories, that was a different person. She had, she just ended up doing nothing. Well, I wanted to talk about uh, pageants mm-hmm. on this podcast uh, because there are so many yeah. different types of pageants. We did the male pageant, the, the English one from the 70s yeah. and the 80s. So I've been doing a little bit more digging mm-hmm. on pageants from around the world, mainly America, because yeah. things are a little bit fucked up there now when it comes to pageants. So on the screen in front of you, I've got some screenshots of different pageants going back through the years. So okay. we've got six uh, photos there for you. We'll go one to six and I'll tell you a little bit about them. If you want to have a quick look at number one and uh, try and figure out what kind of pageant this might be. Okay. 
Uh, oh yeah, I see them photographs. <laughs> that a condom or a balloon? That would be a condom. Is this a party piece? Or is this the actual pageant? This is the pageant. This is the pageant. Are you serious? The 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 condom blowy queen of Inshadine. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever fucking they should have got her to do the balloons. The balloons are half inflated behind her. <laughs> fucking look at the lungs on her. Uh, the pageant is to do. Oh yeah, because there's a C behind her on the sign as well. So it probably says condom, condomania, queen. Not far off. Twenty sixteen. Really? This is Miss Condom, Thailand. Miss Condom, Thailand. What is yeah, the and this fucking? Is, bo- this is quite recent, actually. Yeah. But hang on, is this the only? Is this the only thing they have to do? Is blow it up? Because you're not meant to, by the way. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Is yeah. there a test to put one on? Um. It's yeah. Everything is to do oh. with condoms. Oh, so, so it's, it's like Miss Condom. Put one on a cucumber or <laughs> yeah. fucking. And show how skilled you are with a condom. To be honest, so twenty women from four different countries compete in the Miss Condom contest in Thailand. Uh, so they're ju- they're judged on their ability to dazzle the judges with their condom skills, including blowing them up like this. Ah, come off the fucking stage! Like, and I, by the way, like I in. For what reason would anybody be like, I'm the queen of condoms? Like, <laughs> they are, the mo- first of all, the most unsexy thing in the world anyway. Yeah. Like, they take the sexiness out of sex. Like, it, I just, I don't understand. I just, I don't like them. Anyway, it's like having a bat with your socks on. Do you know what I mean? So, no. I, like, if someone came up to me and she was like, I'm the best at condoms, I was like, oh, fuck off. Well, now, there is, there is a good reason, I guess, it's promo- behind it's this. It's to promote safe sex. Yeah, it is. Kind of it's, yeah, it's yeah, blow pr- the fucking thing up to the size of a fucking hot air balloon. What I, do, what I really want to know, though, is what do you win if you're crowned Miss Condom? Mm, a latex. They, they, don't, they don't tell us that bit. A condominium. A condominium. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Let's go to picture number two. Okay. And say what you see. Oh, Jesus. Is this like Miss Rubber Bandits? <laughs> what are they wearing? Are they wearing? Is that that's not a KKK thing? Is it? It's not. It's, no, it's not. Is it? No, it's oh, not. Fucking it's hell! I was like, not. Jesus Christ! So describe what you see. It's nineteen fifties looking style or nineteen sixties style. It's very retro by the swimsuit. It's like swimsuit lingerie. I don't know what it is. It's like swimsuit lingerie. Little black dresses or little kind of. They look like old swimsuits, and they have what look like the the hood from uh, Ku Klux Klan. Ku Klux Klan KKK hood on their head or like it's kind of like a, a, a potato sack with holes and a mouth cut out safer yes. safer yeah yeah yeah. that's weird mm-hmm. that's very weird so this and is they're all carrying something in their hand like a gift as well they all have like one has, looks like she's got a box of chocolates the other one's got a tray the other one looks like she's got like a box of jewellery or something that's very odd this is actually from the 1930s what? in America. This is the Miss Lovely Eyes pageant. And so, these were huge as so, well at the time. Oh, they're covering up the rest of their face so that yeah. they can only be judged on their eyes. Then why are they all get their fucking tits out? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, the Miss so, My Eyes Are Up Here tournament. They had to put on, basically, like you say, it's like a potato sack type yeah. of thing with the, with the holes cut out for the eyes. And uh, so your features were covered except for the eyes so that judges could objectively decide whose eyes were the prettiest without getting distracted by other features. 
Yet they are standing yeah, on a beach. Almost in the nip. Yeah, almost in the nip. Yeah, could they not just put them like behind a wall with like little slits and then just do it that way? They were like, no, no, get them all dressed up now. Come on, get the cleavage out. Do you think it was a man or a woman's idea now, this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine it's like, hey, we're looking to do a competition, right? Uh, we're looking to cover their faces. <laughs> just going by that one now, which one do you think would have won? Well, I can't see any of their eyes because, like, they're like they're they're about fifteen feet away from the camera, and you can't see past the holes in the burlap sack or whatever. And that's what the judges were looking at as well, to be honest. But do you want me to, do you want me to judge their bodies? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay, yeah, because that would be terrible. Number two. <coughs> <laughs> Picture number three. Okay. Say what you see. Uh, it, that that looks Irish. I'm telling you now, straight up, straight away, that looks Irish. Oh, uh, okay. I think I already know what this one is. Mm-hmm. And I think I already know this one just just by the clues in the photograph. Air hostesses sitting on the wing of a plane and it is to judge who has the best crossed legs. And because there's a pilot there I can see and there's a fellow who looks like an engineer with a white coat on and they're looking up at them. The, all the men are looking up and we're looking at the women's legs from behind so they're in silhouette hanging off what looks like the wing of a plane, the underside of a wing of a plane. How close am I? Ah, bollocks. I mean, kind of, kind of. This is from, well, actually, these these contests ran from the 1930s to the 1950s. They're the Miss Prettiest Ankles. I was close. Yeah, you were close. Are they sitting on an airplane wing? I'm actually not sure what they're sitting on there. They are, because your man has the fucking, your man has the pilot's outfit on. And look, all the rivets on the underside of the wing. I'm telling you now. Really, really popular in England and in France, the Miss Prettiest Ankles, usually sponsored by like, hosiery companies okay. and you got you know when you won you got a lifetime supply of tights oh. or socks wow. or something but the, again the idea was that they they couldn't really see the rest of your body so all the judges could see really were the ankles oh so they were probably lying they're back. lying down oh yeah. yeah so they're just dangling the legs over the edge that's a clever way yeah. again very convoluted so the judge would be able to walk up and uh, examine the ankles and they were allowed to touch them they were allowed to measure the ankles they oh. were allowed to do whatever they want now the, the the ankles on the left look fairly chunky right and I'm not saying ch- when I say chunky I mean cankles not cankles no she's, fi- she's fine she's got like the calves and the ankles are separate but what I'm saying is there's 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 a bit of puffiness around the ankle so that there isn't as much bone definition. Right. Do you get me? Okay. Yeah. So it's a it's a bit little I feel bit like less. Like you'd be a good judge. Then. Yeah, a little bit less defined. Uh, number two, fucking the outside of the ankle and the inside of the ankle are two different heights. Right. They're like that. I don't like that now at all. Right. And they're very sharp as well. They take a fucking eye out with those things. Right. Number three, very very nice. And they've got that long elongated taper from the calves down to the ankles. Mm. Right, I, I should definitely be doing something you like really this. You really should. And number four is halfway between number three and number one, in so far as there isn't as much definition, but they got the nice taper and the nice kind of like, yeah. But I would go three. Okay. Three is my winner. What's nice about this contest, though, and w- what women really appreciated about this back in the day mm-hmm. was that it wasn't ageist. You didn't have to be young to enter this because Ah you'd have a varicose vein there and you'd be you out you'd be outed. You mightn't. So a lot of the time uh, girls would enter this competition with their mothers and it was a nice little bonding experience. Yeah, until your hey, mother ma. has nicer ankles than you and you're like, you <laughs> fucking bollocks yeah. Uh what's your favourite part of the human body? What do you find most attractive? Ooh um On a man I'm assuming. On a man. 
I like shoulders. What is it with women and shoulders and backs? I don't know. I think it's probably a protective thing or a safety thing or something that now, like... when you say shoulders, what are you talking about? Because that's the shoulder muscle, that's your traps, and then across the back is your shoulder blade. Like, that's the back. Yeah, well, like the, so whole, thing, the so, whole thing. So from here, all the way around yeah. the back and all the way around the other yeah. side. Yeah, right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, shoulders. Yeah. Okay. Like, because guys always work the biceps and the chest and the abs... And all that kind of stuff, and the deltoids and the glutes and the. What are your deltoids? They're like down near the, uh, deltoid, deltoids, uh, deltoids, yeah. Under your arm. Your your lat. Oh no, that's your Armpits. lats. Traps, lats, deltoid, deltoids, shoulders. Sorry, deltoids is shoulders. Okay. Sorry, um, but yeah, they they work all these parts, but they actually probably neglect the back, upper back, mm. and shoulders. Good square shoulders. That's what fellas wrong. need to do now. Get the fucking. Get the shoulders and the back sorted. Mm. Mm. Um, next picture. Nobody wants to know what I find attractive in a woman. <laughs> what do you find attractive in a woman, Ross? I feel like this is going to be weird. Um, they're earlobes. Love earlobes. What do I find attractive in a woman? What's the thing? What's the thing? What's the thing? Ooh, I love this part here. The nape of the neck. Right where the neck meets the collarbone. That little kind of like there. Okay. And I oh, do the little hollow. Yes, the little hollow. Oh, what's yeah. that called? It's the it's the it's the it's the neck pit. <laughs> mm, attractive. Um, a décolletage. That's here. There, yeah, yeah décolletage, and I would also. Say, I'm I'm staying away from the obvious things, obviously. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's obvious. Yeah. Um, and I would also say. Lower back, the curve. Right. Particularly if it's got a little line in it. What do you mean, little line in it? Like the central the line of the spine, where where it goes in a little bit. You know, just a little, little indentation. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a beauty pageant mm. that does. I that. do love knees and ankles as well. Okay, you're just going through every single body part. <laughs> Be here all and day. let me get to women. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next picture. Okay. Say what you see. Is this Planet of the Apes? It is the Planet of the Apes because I can see the revolt of the apes. Uh, it is a Planet of the Apes themed <laughs> pageant. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. That is. This is the Miss Beautiful Ape pageant. This is from 1972. Fucking hell. And it coincided with the release of... Planet of the Apes 3, I would say. Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Let's Google this now because I think I actually know which, which number one was. Conquest of the... Planet, Planet of the Apes. Of the so Apes. So this was 1972. Which number was it? I Google things so backwards. It was the fourth. Bollocks. Uh, yeah, this was the one where it was all, uh, there was, it was in a university campus and there was all the silver. I don't know why I watched a documentary on Planet of the Apes and they were talking about all the movies and how terrible they got until they were rebooted. Um, so there, say what you see here. There's five women. I'm assuming they're women unless they're just shaved monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> five women. Uh, two of them in bikinis. One of them in a very skimpy kind of play suit kind of thing. And one of them, it just is like, fuck off, I'm wearing a top and a pants. You can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> and a guy who looks like 
who looks like um, Paul Rudd with sunglasses on in Anchorman hosting it as well and they're all there standing in front and people around watching load of moustached men all moustached men but the thing about these women <clears throat> is that they're oh, wearing oh sorry I never mentioned they're yeah. all wearing monkey masks <laughs> And very good ones as well that look almost like movies, movie quality ones. Quite realistic. Yeah, full yeah. head all the way around yeah. kind of thing. Like. Uh, yeah, so basically it, it's kind of like the Miss Beautiful Eyes uh, pageant in that like they're wearing bikinis. But so it's just a body competition, really. It really, it kind of was, yeah. Yeah, well, well you'd think then that, that number one, although it goes, actually one of them doesn't even have a number on. She's just like, listen, I'm not covering up any of this body with a fucking square piece of paper. Number two is like, everyone's looking at me, Minge. She's got it right down over over her. She's the other one in the bikini, but she doesn't have the confidence. She's like, I'm actually going to hold it here if you don't mind. Well, interestingly, number two was the winner. You're joking Of Miss me. Beautiful Ape. You're joking. And. Really? Not only did she win the contest, but she also won a role in the future movie Battle for the Planet of the Apes. That's the one on a boat. Is that- <laughs> Actually, no, that's there's a baby as well. They have to escape with a baby, baby monkey. So she yeah. didn't do too bad, Miss Minge. Not too bad at all. But now the thing is, if Miss Minge, thing is, was she chosen because she was the prettiest or the nicest body? Or was she chosen because they were like, which one looks most like an ape <laughs> that we don't have to you put see, them in much of a body suit? We don't know the judging scoring system. Yeah. So Yeah, they're like, sorry, can you just run on your knuckles there for a second? <laughs> <laughs> We've got another one for you. All right. And say what you see. Okay, this looks like it's Colombian, South American, Panama, something like that. And it's a, is it a prison? Is it a women's prison? It's a women's it's prison. It's a women's prison. This looks like it's from the early 90s, maybe late 80s. Uh, they're all done up to the nines. Um, they're all done up to the 999s. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they're all in formal gowns and they got their hair all did. And it's five women and they're all standing with the, the skinny girl pose. Yeah, the hand yeah. on hip pose. Hand on hip, turn sideways. Pop with the, the knee. Chin. Yeah, with the chin down. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a, there's a a guard in a tower looking down at them as they're all uh, lined up. So this is like Miss Inmate. Close. This is from 2015. 2015? 2015. You're joking mm-hmm. me. This wow. is Miss Criminal. Oh my God. What a name for an English rapper that would be. Yeah, it's Miss Criminal here. <laughs> So this particular one, and there is loads of these Miss Penitentiary type pageants. This particular one is Miss Criminal. Um, It's in Brazil in a women's prison in Rio de Janeiro. Wow. And this happens a lot, particularly in South American prisons. Are they making money off this in the prison? They must be, I'd say, are they? I don't think so. Because, you know, you've seen those prisons where they make the prisoners dance and they end up doing concerts and tours. Have you seen those ones? No. Have you not seen like the, 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 I think it's a Chinese or South American prison and they have dancing inmates that do like these massive like um, flash mob kind of things. They were okay. all over the internet a few years ago do, dancing to Thriller and stuff but all the violence went down in the prisons but then the prisons started making tons of money off the prisoners oh. dancing in concerts and people are saying like it's not really fair like that you're yeah. making money off these guys but then they were doing it kind of to rehabilitate them and give them a project. I it's don't mad. Think so. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a money making thing. Maybe it is. I couldn't say for sure. What do they win now? Do they get like a box of fags and like Probably a shower and I think on your own. I think something. it's like a status thing within the prison. Then that. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to be the. I wouldn't want to be like fucking Queen Bee in the fucking prison because you get shanked by someone who came in second. No thanks. So the winner of this particular competition, um, she has been behind bars since 2010. She was sentenced to 39 years for robbery, with an additional six years added on for prostitution inside the prison. 
39 years for robbery. Mm-hmm. What the fuck yeah. did she rob? A lot of these girls, I've been watching uh, various YouTube videos on them. A lot of them had previous aspirations to be models. Okay. Just even the idea of getting dressed up and putting on makeup yeah. is massive. Yeah. Um, they they perform like the Rosa Tralee type mm-hmm. things, different talents, and, and it's just an opportunity to do something different. Yeah. It says here, Consuela, you're going to be doing a jailbreak for us. What does that mean? <laughs> Consuela! <laughs> Jesus, now she's very good. Give it up for Consuela. Set the dogs on her. <laughs> Answers to questions are very emotional. Some of them really break down. Crying I can imagine. I can imagine that they probably didn't come from the best of starts in life as yeah. well. So that, like, you know, this for them is probably like a, a top highlight moment, yeah. and they're in prison. Like, and it's in for a lot of them, it's almost like a, a sense of redemption that they can publicly almost apologise. Mm-hmm. It's only for inmates. It's not like the public get to come okay. in and see this, but it's only within the prison. Any but friends and family kind of thing? No, usually not. Jeez. It's usually within just the prison okay. grounds, and it's for other prisoners type Morale of thing. kind of thing yeah so that is Miss Criminal one final one for you now okay That okay that's the weirdest one of all of them is this so it's their x-rays okay so three women this is probably the 40 the 50s the 40s or 50s um, three women holding trophies I assume first second third and in between each of them beside each of them there is a life size x-ray of them from from the fanny up, basically. There's <laughs> <laughs> no other way to put it. What part of the body is that except for the, from the, yeah, from the, from the pelvis up. From the fanula. From the fanula to the top of your medulla. Um, so this is, I think this is sexiest rib cage. Miss rib cage. Miss ribs. It's sponsored by a rib barbecue company. Miss best rib. Miss, Miss ribust. Ribust. Miss riboflavin. Miss Miss Bones Miss Calcium Miss Calcium Miss Milk Milky Miss Calcium <laughs> Do you want to have a little lie down there? <laughs> this I choose Tumperty over Blind Boy <laughs> <laughs> This is Miss Perfect Posture Oh yeah Posture Huge in the 1950s and 60s America um, Basically a publicity stunt by US chiropractors. Like a PSA almost, is it? In the guise of a competition. Chiropractors basically wanted to get a, a good a good reputation and they thought holding a beauty pageant for women and the best posture uh, was the way to do it. So... They, the, the, their three x-rays look the exact same. Like, how that's only you... part of the judging now. So they also... Um, used scales so a woman would have to step on two scales okay and they're evenly dispersed weight exactly they would they would uh, look for weight distribution if it was more on one side or less on the other mm. then it wasn't uh, it wasn't seen as a perfect posture uh, they had to do their x-rays spinal structures were Examined. Did they do that cliche thing of putting a book on their head and walking with it? They did, yeah. Did they? Yeah, that was Classic. part of it as well. And then it was also judged on looks. So who who was the best looking with the best posture as well was was part of this. Yeah, the one in the middle doesn't look like she's got the best posture. To be quite honest with you, number number or number left left lady looks like she's got the best posture. She's got the shoulders back and she's very kind of thing. But um, but yeah, middle middle lady's prettier. So maybe that kind of tipped the scales. Do you ever notice when somebody talks about posture? I'm so is she? You immediately My mustache like is like. Rubbing me nose. Sorry, what? When people talk about posture, you I did it straight Immediately. away. When you said Miss Posture, I was like, 
Yeah, <laughs> amazing. I've got really bad posture. I've awful posture. I don't know what to do about it. Like, how how do you fix posture? I'm I, so jealous. Of I don't know, but I'm guarantee you're going to get ads now. From people going, look at this sling that you attach to a door, and look at this. Because you can thing. get those like, it's like a back brace type thing. You can, yeah. But like, it's it's subtle. There's one that has an alarm. That if you go like that, it'll go. Oh you just like stay like that. The problem I have is with my neck. It's not so much my shoulder. No, I do like I'm, I. I literally just fucking I wilt all day until mm. I kind of go. Oh, hang on a sec. What the fuck? Like even when I'm driving, I just end up going like this. Yeah. But um, there is a uh, my neck is the worst part because I'm tall, so I look down, and that's what happens to a lot of tall people is you kind of look down because when people say keep your chin up and keep your neck up when you're walking, I'm like I could be tripping over anything down here, like so like and I would trip over stuff because like you need to go like that to see where carbs are yeah to be fair do you know what I mean yeah, I'm with you so on I that, don't yeah. agree with that at all so I like they need to figure out something I, I'm like can they not just put your eyes on your chest like fellas have redundant <laughs> we have redundant nipples like they have no point whatsoever yeah. why can't we have our eyes down there oh that'd be so freaky though it wouldn't it? be so freaky you'd have to cut out little holes in your t-shirts and stuff no we wouldn't cut out holes we'd have bespoke ones we'd have like we'd have like balaclava t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I always worry about models when they're walking in those giant heels, but they're looking dead straight. Yeah, like and how they can't they... look down; they yeah. have to just work. They have to just own how, it. Like. like that is a skill. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that. Anyway, um, Ireland not only has it got the Rose of Tralee, but yeah. we also had one of the weirdest pageants. Go on. Do you remember the Caller Gas Housewife the of the Year? Caller Gaswife. <laughs> Caller. The Caller Gas. Caller Gas. Housewife, Housewife of, of the, the Year. year. I, there's something rings a bell about that now. I think it was just... Yes, I do remember. Wasn't it like... Was it, wasn't it? it televised? It was. It was televised. Yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of like, oh, what do you like? Olive hoovering and shit. Wasn't yeah. it? So it ran from 1968 up until 1995. 1995. I vaguely remember this as a case. Like four years before Limp Biscuit were wrecking up Woodstock, we were going... And would you use the shaken vac now before you do the hoovering? <laughs> oh, I would, yeah, I would, Marty. Gay Byrne was one of the main <sighs> hosts yeah. of it. Um, candidates were judged on Go on, this is going to be the most sexist of all. Go on. Cookery. Nurturing. <laughs> and what do they have to do? Coddle fucking Gay <laughs> And basic household management <gasps> skills. That, this is, oh, this is... There was regional heats and then it went to six finalists in the televised final and we have uh, some footage. So this is a compilation of various uh, contestants. 1995. Yeah. Like, okay, let's have a look at this first. Okay. Do yous make bread and butter pudding? Do oh, yous? we does. Yes. Oh, you yes. do? Yes, oh, yes. Oh, do, you, do you like a bit of bread and butter? Oh, the little better. And it's coming back. It's oh, making it a comeback. Yes. I didn't. You said I said it was our field. Do they all have to dress up like they're playing bagpipes? <laughs> it's two in a row now. There's, there's, a, lot tartan. Tartan. there's a lot yeah. of tartan. There's a lot of tartan. This is basically the Rose of... Because Gay Byrne also hosted the Rose of Trilly. He did. So this is basically his way of doing the Rose of Trilly for the... For, for, the old whores that were deflowered yeah. already, basically. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because they had kids, they couldn't enter the Rose yeah. of Tralee. So it's the pageant for the the, 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 the ruined women of Ireland. <laughs> Our field, yeah, your field and my field. Say, I don't own that field. What do you do now? He says. That's it. We were married after that. Well, he could have commented more gently, couldn't he? I mean, just blurted out like that. He could have said something like, "I like your way with cabbage." I mean, I, I think even if there was context, 
it still wouldn't have made any more sense. Uh, this is 93, by the way, uh, at the moment here, this particular clip, mm-hmm. and there's a woman doing an Irish dance. So they also have to do party pieces yeah, as well. Yeah, okay. yeah. The fucking shoulder pads <laughs> and the fucking ruffles on that. Jesus Christ, she looks like she's got fucking hamstrings as fucking arms. It's very bizarre to see a grown woman Irish dancing like this. It is. And she's she's wearing those like there's those tan tights. There's not there's, a, there's nothing sadder than, than, <laughs> oh, than, a, than a woman in her 40s plus taking off her shoes and thinking that anybody wants to see her do a dance that nobody even wants to see an eight-year-old do. <laughs> and you, they don't have the dexterity or the, the leg-flicking ability anymore. They just prance around as if they're walking across a hot beach. <laughs> the only thing that's as sad as that is the uncle at the wedding who thinks he can still break dance. They're the two. They're the two. <laughs> saddest things you could possibly see and when they talk when they get up and they go no we used to put lino down that's why I couldn't do it like do you know what I mean <laughs> and they do that you know that back and forth kind of one oh yeah do you know that kind of when they're ready to do it and then they just keep doing it because they're like I actually can't get down <laughs> I was like I was brand new Mindy it was a beautiful big pink bow on the south side yeah I was only delighted I'm sure you were. I was only delighted in he says, now you have to get in and drive it in again. I'm rattling. For for anyone from outside of Ireland, this is English they were speaking, by the way. There certainly wasn't a fucking elocution section. And we have a roundabout, you know, and all the neighbours are sitting out here like going round the roundabout, you know, maybe. This is... Pigs are lovely animals and they're cleaner. I'm sorry, no, but what century was that house built in that she's a wife of? <laughs> she's a fucking 75. She looks like she's wearing priest's vestments or something, doesn't she? Although it is, she looks like she's wearing the fucking the Irish dancing outfit that you once should be wearing. <laughs> she, okay, the thing is, this is 93 as well, so she could be 35. That's very true. Because yeah, everyone yeah. looked older she back then. She could be younger like, than us Gay Bird looks older in 93 than he did in fucking 2004. <laughs> Animals, providing you give them the right place to live in. So naturally I said pig, so. <laughs> oh God, I still need to learn how to say no. <laughs> and, uh... Oh really? <laughs> I missed that. What did she say? She still needs to learn how to... How to say no. To... She doesn't... She doesn't say... Fucking so that's why gay is. That's why gay is fucking. Hot bonus, I huh? t- fucking yeah, tell you no. You, yeah, Tiffany. Yeah. I mean to the children. <laughs> he was like a knock. I love the way gay stands behind them, like, like I don't. It's the weirdest thing ever. He always did it as well when like comedians would come on the Late Late Show. They'd be doing stand up, and he'd just stand like over their shoulder, just going. I, I think he's now. so patronising in this. So oh, he is completely, completely. The bus in the car, those legs, arms, everything. I said, Kevin, please you control said, yourself. I saw a fair amount of action myself in the very self same car. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's just, it beggars belief mm-hmm. that that was when I was nine. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. this was still going on. Uh, when, they, when you had your six finalists, uh, the main task in the final was cooking a meal 
for four people within a two hour period. Are you saying that they stood there and watched them cook a meal for two hours? I think they would pre-record it. And then, do you remember Thelma Mansfield? No. She was like live at three presenter. She was an RTE presenter back in the day. So she would do the cooking bit and she would sit down at the table where the meal has been prepared and they would pre-record a bit where Thelma, while the housewife is sitting with her, would go, this is what this lady has prepared. She has prepared a daffinoise, the potatoes and the and the beef, which is a very unusual way of cooking it. Did you say daffinoise? Yeah. Daff- like what the fuck is daffinoise? Creamy potatoes. Oh. Um, all this while the housewife. So she kind of gave a little bit of a... A, a critique in a bitchy way. Yeah, it was kind of bitchy. It was it? It was yeah. like, it was like yeah. oh, that's a bit strange. It was, you know, she'd it? kind of do this little turn to the camera and almost as in like gay... Wait till I tell you what <laughs> muck she's after making. She's after she's after chopping up birds like potato waffles like I wouldn't even fucking notice. What really killed me and I only found this out today is that in 1992 mm-hmm. a spin-off show House, of, House Husband of the Year don't know that we weren't that progressive. No, no, no. It was the Caller Housewives Cookery where past winners and participants oh. showcased their recipes. Oh, so it was like redemption. Yeah. It was like but, even more so than the prison, Miss Prison. It was <laughs> Miss Criminal. It was redemption. The very fact that there was a spin-off to yeah. the Housewife Lads, of the is, Year. This sexism is so wildly <laughs> popular that I actually think we could get another series out of it. <laughs> so I've decided because there's been a lot of female activity here mm-hmm. now tonight and because you have been the host of a pageant I'm going to turn the tables on you right now and ask you some of the most popular questions that are asked to US pageant contestants. Okay. Okay? <clears throat> yeah. So Okay. You're on stage in your bikini. Yeah. Hand, and hands off the fannies girls. Did you ever hear that phrase? No. Oh, so I knew somebody who was a mo- someone who was uh, she was involved in a modeling agency or something or she used to train models or something like that and she used to always say when it, whenever women were standing like that or whatever, she'd always go hands off the fannies girls so they'd all stand like that with posture. It was oh. a posture thing. So they'd all stand like that or they'd stand like that. So if they were ever standing like that, she'd go, hands off the fannies. So yeah. to describe what he's doing there, he's... he's. I'm putting my hand on my fanny and then I'm lifting hand it Hand on off. the fanny and then it's more chest height. It is up around the stern and in front Underneath of the stomach. The just to pull the... Yeah, that's it, yeah. Just kind of clasping your hands together just mm. to get your shoulders, roll your shoulders back. Okay, so take your hand off your fanny, Ross. I will. <laughs> First question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and gained any one ability or quality, what would you want it to be? I would like to be the type of person who can see through walls. (laughs) Explain. (laughs) Well, I think most things that happen, happen in other rooms to you. All the... Suggest. I think all the interesting things happen away from you. If someone's bitching about you, if someone's saying something private like this is my pin code or whatever, um, and if people are, are but like, you just want to see that happen as opposed to no, hear it. No, I also it. want to be able to. <laughs> what ability? Oh yeah, mine sounded very pervy because I was just like, <laughs> no, I just want to see you. Oh yeah, bitching about yeah, me. I want to be able to be. Oh, I want to be invisible. <laughs> Okay. Because then I can be that in the room. Be Actually, you know what? I'm a very heavy breather. I'd be like... <laughs> but how be much like, fun would be like, that be? They'd be like, is there a snake rolling against carpet? <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. Is there a gas leak? <laughs> Do you think if you had a superpower, you'd use it for bad? Like, okay, if you could fly. Yeah. That's a, that's a grand one. 
because you're just flying. Do you know what I mean? No, but you can't fly. Questions if, about... you, if you fly into a rob a bonk, a, ba- a bonk. If you fly into a bonk and rob it, people not. If you if you fly into a bank and rob it, you're still you flying into a bank, same as running in. So it's like it's not a morality thing. But if you were invisible, do you think you'd rob a bank if you were invisible because no one could see you? But see, if you robbed the bank. Is it just floating money then going out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just say you rob it at night, like, and they're like, you know, you whatever way you break in or whatever way you get in, yeah. you're, you're not on CCTV. Do you know? No one can see you. Yeah, but like all the stuff, all all the stuff you have to touch. It's and moving around. Yeah. Yeah, it's so floating around. you have to be around. quite clear, careful with that. Yeah, yeah, that's grand. I mean, you're not doing it in the middle of the day. Like, you're not doing it at two o'clock walking outside the AIB in fucking Middleton, like with floating <laughs> bags of money. I mean, like, just let's just say you can get away with it. Yeah. And oh, at night time. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. would rob a bank. Probably, yeah. Hang on a second now. So your moral code, your your ethics and your morals are only based on the fact that you'll get in trouble. The only thing stopping you from doing something illegal and Can morally you wrong. Temptation. What's the point of being invisible if you can't do shit like so that? So, so what is the superpower that would most corrupt people? There's a fucking question oh, for you. Oh God. What, what's the superpower that would most corrupt you? I think it's invisibility. It probably is because you're unjudged. Yeah. Yeah, but that's fine though because it also, wouldn't corrupt you. Also, I think you. if you could fly, you're going to be so cold. Why? Up there. What do you mean up there? You wouldn't you're go. Going to, to be you cold. wouldn't go to four hundred feet. What are you imagining? Because I'm imagining the, you're pretty high up. Well, no, I'm just going over the tops of cars. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're very close to the ground. I'm not. Listen, I take a hopper when I'm on my knees. <laughs> if I, if I really, is that what you were picturing? Yeah. Whenever I used to have dreams about flying, and I'm always just over the ground, like just. Like, oh no, I'm like bird height. Fuck off. Yeah. Bird height. That's what I always imagined when people are like, "Oh, I wish I could fly." Oh no, mine's always within relative to what's around me. I'm flying through buildings and stuff. I'm never flying like way up high. That's boring. There's fuck all up there. So you want to skim over shit like 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 the way Spider Man. So swings. let's say now you're you come to the Jack Lynch Tunnel. Are you flying through? through? Are you I'm flying going, through of course the tunnel? I'm going, of course I'm going through are the you? tunnel. I'm not going over the top of it. It's just gra- it's just water. <laughs> boring. You go through the tunnel. Of course you do. I'll hit a truck. But you, <laughs> you <will>. definitely would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'd always fly close to the ground. I like I like attention anyway. So like I like if I was up high, they'd be like, "What's that blue thing?" Whereas like if I was down low, they'd be like, "Look at that fat con flying." Also, when you're imagining yourself flying, are you flapping? No, <laughs> no. Are you flapping? No, no, no. I'm not. In my yeah. head, I'm not. But I'm also not. I'm doing, just gliding. I'm also not doing Superman. <laughs> I don't know what no. that does. Like Superman can fly. I think fly. it's like bursting through. No, because he's doing air. it even when he's doing it slowly with Lois on his back. He was just like. Like this, with one leg bent up as well. Like it was very kind of, it was very synchronised swimming position. <laughs> yeah, Would you not just go like this? With your hands by your side? Like. Really? Oh no, I feel like the hands should be out. Like or at least, or at least like that. Like you're, like, like like your you're about to fall. No, like this. Like, like, like. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, does anybody imagine themselves flying, but in a seated position? <laughs> I would love to be able to fly. I would do so many things. I'd go to mass and I would like, I'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ. What's going on? And I'd just raise it up and be like, I'm not ready to go. Tell them I'm, tell them I'm still alive. They'd be like, he's still alive, God. I'd be up against the ceiling going, oh, my reds. <laughs> I'd get into an elevator and I'd fly up and hit my hop seat and oh, go, Jesus, brilliant. I didn't realise it was going to move that slowly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd definitely have the crack if I was... Uh, That's good. 
Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, but it wouldn't corrupt me, you see. I wouldn't do anything bad. I think invisibility and I think all oh, controlling minds or reading minds would be probably... Yeah, reading minds oh, would be... No, I'd hate that. Yeah, because you'd know what everyone thinks. Oh, I'd be the most anxious Yeah, igno- ignorance is bliss. Yeah. You wouldn't want, like, every person going, look at that fucking dick. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah no, paranoia. I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. Okay, next question, pageant question for you. Mm-hmm. What is the strangest thing that you believed as a child? I thought that a pirate's dish was called a pirate's dish. Oh, we all thought that. Did you? We all thought that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought that when you indicated in a car that you were actually telling the car which way you were planning to turn. <laughs> well, like... I was eight. But you kind of are telling the car which way you're turning. No, no. No, no. I thought that I, that, that, that my dad, the driver, was telling the car which way they we, like were going left. Like his own car. I thought it was his way of telling the car we're going to go left. Like he was warning the car I'm going to turn the wheel left now. I didn't realise there was lights outside on the back. Okay. <laughs> Until I was like, why does that car have lights? And he's like, they're indicating to tell us what they're going. I was like, all right. <laughs> so you thought the car needed warning before it turned? The car yeah, itself? I didn't okay. understand. And I was there going, but surely when you turn the wheel it'll just go whatever way. Um, that's not the stupidest thing. Uh, my my mum was convinced by my dad that there was a small person inside the speaker of McDonald's drive through Oh, no. 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 Your mom was convinced by your dad. And she was a grown adult. <laughs> she was like, but like, how do they know? Like, how do they hire them all? How small did she think the person was? Like a Peter Dinklage kind of Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so I don't feel too bad about the indicator one in comparison. <laughs> if you had an extra 30 minutes in each day, what would you do and why? If I didn't e- sleep. Every time I wake up in the morning, it's never enough. Never enough. And like, I'm always depressed when I wake up. Like when I wake up, it doesn't matter what I'm doing that day. It's always bad. I can't listen to anything in the car on the way in anywhere. Like if it like... I'm like, what the fuck is Rihanna doing singing at this fucking time of the morning? Like, I can't listen to podcasts that I love. I can't listen. It has to be just dead silence. Yeah. I'm just miserable. I, like, I, I will catastrophize everything. Like, if I won the lotto and I was going up to Dublin that day to, to collect my winnings from the lotto office, I would be like, for fuck's sake, I have to sit in that fucking train out for three. Like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I am. I no, you, for the you first, wouldn't. For the first 10 minutes, I am. No. I am. I'll, and I'll, you knew you were going to have to collect yeah, like five I'd, million I'd euros. Like, I'd be like, do you know what? If I just rang them now and said I don't want the money, I wouldn't have to go Can to bed. Can you just transfer it into my bank account, please? <laughs> yeah. No way. I refuse to believe that. Oh, the first 30 minutes are the worst. But like you're adding an extra 30 minutes to just delay the inevitable. You're still going yeah, to that's, be... Yeah, but that's also applicable to death. Like, but are we all not just an, delaying the inevitable? An extra... Oh, dark. <laughs> an extra 30 minutes in your day, every day. Think of all the things you could do. All the food you could eat. But I eat food all day. So like an extra 30 minutes doesn't mean anything because I'll you, just go... All the things you could learn, experience... You could teach yourself something new. If I had an extra 30 minutes on any day, what would I do? I'd... Oh, I'd play half an hour bowling. Okay, that's grand. That's it? Yeah, you could just... So we'll, we'll, we'll rephrase that. I would improve my bowling skills. I would improve my bowling skills, Dahi. There we go. <laughs> Final question in your pageant. Mm-hmm. If you were a genie in a bottle... 
Yeah. Who would you like to serve as your master? Well, who would I like to be? So you're you're a genie ge- for somebody. So who would I like? To, who would I like my master to be? Yeah. If I was a genie in a bottle, who would I like to be my master? I mean, I don't want. I would. It wouldn't be a man. Because I think his wishes would probably be. I'd be like, oh, you fucking horrible. <laughs> so creep, it would yeah. have to be a woman. Who would I like to serve? Oh, that's a tricky one. I would probably go with. Uh, my youngest daughter. Okay. Oh, be- yeah. Okay. Because her wishes would be very simple to do. Yeah. Because she'd just be like, I'd like some cake. <laughs> whereas, whereas the older ones would be like, I would like an island with, you know what I mean? So I think the three-year-old wouldn't be able to actually like manifest anything too hard. So she'd be like, I want cake. I'd be like, cool, here's your cake. She'd be like, and I want a drink. I'm like, cool. I'd be like, you want one more? She'd be like, I want another drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'd be Maisie's uh, genie. Can you imagine being a genie for like David Attenborough? What do you mean? Can you imagine? Like he's he's going. Oh, he'd be like bring back the fucking duck build fucking antelope or whatever. Mm, yeah, yeah, you have your work cut out. You'd be like, you sure you don't want cake? <laughs> <laughs> and as well, you're probably like not going to be a genie for very long. <laughs> I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Oh my like, god! Every time I see his I know. name trending, I'm like, I'm like, oh, what happened? No. To him? Yeah, he's like Art's granddad. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, he really is. Yeah, he really is. He was yeah. trending the other day, and I was going, oh, here we go. This yeah, because he's now. coming to Ireland. And then it was like, he's got a new TV show. So I was like, yay! That's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah, all our, all the legends are dying. That, all the legends are getting older. So like mortality's creeping in. This next generation is not going to have many legends. It's going to be like, oh, do you remember that fella that did that dance on TikTok? It's like, who the fuck gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. So what I mean, it's like the difference between Morgan Freeman and some cunt who's like, I can butter bread upside down. <laughs> I have good news for you, Ross. Yes. You are officially crowned the queen of bearded comedians. Yes. <laughs> well done. Take that, David O'Doherty and Colm O'Regan. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, listen, if you want to email us and get in contact and give us any suggestions for things that we should check out, things that we should do, things that Lorraine should bring to my attention, it's unforeseenpod at gmail.com. All of our socials are at unforeseenpod. Uh, that's our TikTok, our Instagram, our Facebook and our YouTube as well. Uh, you can rate and review us, leave a comment. Uh, you can do it on Spotify or you can do it on iTunes um, and uh, type up an old comment as well on uh, or type up an old review on, on iTunes. We very much appreciate those. Again, this is a free podcast. This is your way of kind of supporting it by going, you know what, I'm going to actually help them get out there to more mm. people. And also tell a friend as well. Just just be like, hey, I got something for you. You like this. Bish, bash, bosh. Boom. Check this yeah. out. If you are listening to this podcast, listen from the beginning. Okay. Not very little of our stuff is time dependent, except for when we say I was in Dublin last week or whatever. But all of the content on the show pretty much is timeless. Yeah. Most of it's from 1982 or 1993. Yeah, Keller, housewife <laughs> of the year. Uh, I've also got an Amazon special. It's called Ross Brown. Do you know what I mean? Live from Cork Opera House. Uh, you can check that out on Amazon Prime if you have that. Uh, let me see. Upcoming gigs. Uh, Bally Cotton Comedy Festival is going to be coming up at the end of September. Um, I'm also going on tour in early next year. It's starting in Cork Opera House. Are you getting a tour bus for that? February 17th. And I'm not getting a tour bus. No. No, no, no. Why would I be getting a tour bus now? Because it just sounds rock and roll like. Are you are you saying that I'm so fat that I need to get an entire bus empty for myself? That I don't uh, not only six seats in an air coach will do me, I need an entire tour bus. Is is that is that what we're getting at here? So when's your gig? <laughs> 
Uh, and Lorraine, what have you got to plug? I've got an iron at home that I plug in. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Future housewife of the year there, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week for episode 27. Peace out, Westlife. Peace. Slot. It's like a fine wine. Unbelievable. better every age. <laughs> wow. Now you try and come over here and... Press one button one in an button. hour. So you one. press one at the start and then the you have to press all button. the, all the little the clicky things button. that you do. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.